OCN Drive with Jeffrey Erber. Hey, gearheads! Welcome to another episode of OCN Drives. I'm Jeff Herbert, and we're here with our car curious producer, Joshua Hammerling. Hey, Josh. Thanks for uh, not locking us out of the podcast studio. I'm also with the usual crew, including Graham Briggs and Alex Ball. And we're here to talk about cars. Yes. Which is the best part of our week. Exactly. Although we do it every day, but (laughs) we do do it every day. This is the only time, though, that we record it. Also, Graham, do you want to uh, start us off the correct OCN drives way? I actually don't have a can. Oh, that's right. I am drinking a draft beer. As a change of pace, I have the beer this time. So let's hear it. Oh, it's. it's... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, it's just, it's just going to be horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So Alex isn't much of a beer drinker. It's just wrong. We're, uh, I'm drinking a lava lake. A, an ale brewed with spices. So it's mm. floral, refreshing, botanic. I've had it a couple times. It's pretty good. It tastes like every other beer I've ever had in my life. Because I haven't gotten to the point of beer drinking where you can discern the different flavors. flavors. It just all tastes like water and alcohol to mm. me. So well, it's and like... a little bit of the hops. That's the bitter note that you're probably getting. Yeah. That one's not bad, though. Uh, I'm drinking a draft from the Woods Brewing Company. Uh, it is their Oswald. I think it's one of their IPAs. It's actually pretty good. I like it. Cool. Well, I am going to crack a... Uh, Does it say Credence? Uh, <laughs> it does say Credence. <laughs> I wouldn't hold out for the tape decks yeah. or the Credence. Just from the Big Lebowski. Yes. But this is a... I would like to remind our viewers that no way do we condone drinking and driving. <laughs> yes. That is true. We're not driving anything today. Yeah. Uh, we are just stuck in the office with one another and josh hence why we need to drink all right i think we should i think we should just jump in yes, because we got i think we got some good stuff this week oh we yeah do. i'm excited this week well alex we'll let you take this one away right, because well, we know you're passionate about this brand it's true and i am i think this is just an exciting piece of news which is that ford and specifically ford performance is now offering two inch lift kits for all rangers and f-150s which i think is tremendous and it's Fox shocks and it's from Ford performance and Ford performance makes some pretty freaking sweet stuff for their own vehicles. Oh yeah. Well, two inches, that's pretty generous. It's nice. I mean, that's for the Ranger. At least that's what I've been told. The Ranger that's easily a 33 inch tire they can put under and it probably could squeeze in a 35 at that point. And then the F one fifty, that's easily a 35 inch tire. But yeah, I mean, that's cool to get from the factory because if you want to do an overland build, which we're all obsessed with, yeah, you know, the two inch lift is it's, all you need. It's two inch and then lift, it's bumpers, yeah. and then it's racks it's and awesome. lights and yeah. refrigerators and stuff. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I love that Ford is willing to do this because there really isn't any other brand out there currently that you can get these kind of different suspension options. Because even the Mustang has Mustang has like three different suspension kits from Ford Performance. Um. And it, which is awesome, and they, they just do a whole. Bunch it's of also warranted too. It's all warranted. Yeah, everything so from Ford Performance yeah. is dealer installed, and it's under warranty, which is amazing. Well, and the nice thing too is that you know it's going to drive decently. Yeah, it's going to be good because you can. It's it's been through a vetting process yeah. where 
Ford has said, okay, this is acceptable yeah. to us to I'm offer. Inter- I'm, it's interesting that they put it on the F-150 and that it is Fox shocks because that a two-inch lift of Fox shocks is exactly what the F the Raptor has. Uh, so yes. that seems like they're treading water a little bit with like, are we going to start stealing Raptor sales? So you're saying instead of buying the Raptor, maybe get an Eco Boost, like a F-150 Eco Boost with the three-five, tune it up, or you could and the two-inch lift. You don't. You could just get the V8 F-150. Oh, true. Get the two-inch lift. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's that's, you, that's, that's the thing that do. I would be yeah. worried about yeah. is now they have a V8 F-150 that you could actually even get nicer than a Raptor because you could get a Platinum, which is nicer interior-wise than a Raptor. True. But you could get that two-inch lift with the V8, and it's just like, it seems like, and I, that was one of the things that Ford announced a, a month or two ago or a couple months ago, the new trimmer package for the 250s and the 350s, and it, they didn't announce one for the 150, and it's like, well, they're not going to because there's a Raptor, but then they did this, which is like, this is definitely going to eat into Raptor sales. Cause now I can get a platinum F one fifty with the V eight mm-hmm. with the two inch lift and 35 inch tires. And it's going to be either the same price. It might even be cheaper because. Ooh. Oh, we just Thank got you. a special delivery. That's lovely. Um, so I think that's interesting. I would, I would be interested to see how the numbers go. Maybe, this might be a ploy to also try and get the Raptor prices down. By Ford, because that's still an issue. It's less of an issue mm-hmm. now, but I mean, even like, or they're gonna, or they're gonna plan on doing something a little bit more crazy with the Raptor. Yeah, well, this is the last year of the Raptor, and it's well, also the last last year F one fifty of the F one fifty because they're doing a whole remodel. Yeah, so twenty twenty one is the whole remodel. Year, yeah, right? so yeah. and that and we still Ford hasn't confirmed it, but there's still the rumored v8 raptor i mean the ranger the lift the lift with the ranger looks really good yeah lift with the ranger i think is really cool and i think it makes it i have always felt that the ranger wasn't as competitive as it could have been Mm -hmm. and now that you can get this lift from the factory i'm just like i think it's right up there with these mid-sized trucks again i'm just like this is totally a choice now all right guys agree or disagree i think in a perfect world ford moves the three five ecoboost down to a Ranger Raptor, and then they move the F-150 Raptor up to a V8. I mean, it does have the EcoBoost. It just isn't the 3.6. Yeah, exactly. It's a four-cylinder, though. But there's no no space for the F-150 into this. Oh, nonsense. You can make space. It would have to to be a different displacement. But, like, no. I mean, that's what the the Ranger Raptor that you can get in Australia and other parts of Europe um, or just the world, they do have a V6 turboed raptor um so that's that's what we want and a diesel yeah they have a diesel too oh, man i wish we could have both of those i think we're gonna get the ranger raptor i think there's like no way especially if they want to just like handily destroy the others other than i just don't know how anyone's gonna beat the gladiator i think if you can afford the gladiator just get it because i think I, I don't know but if you have a ranger raptor though and it's fast ranger raptor no that's, that's what i'm saying i'm just like unless they make the ranger raptor right. i don't think the ranger's ever gonna catch up to these other brands. Although I think the Ranger did outsell the Gladiator this year, but that's because the Gladiator came out later. So that doesn't really count. But it's still lost to the the Nissan Frontier, which is hilarious. Yeah. But so did the Gladiator. And the and it, I don't know if anyone's ever going to dethrone the Taco until uh, yeah, I mean it's just Which I mean, I understand why the Tacoma's a bulletproof truck, yeah. but like I don't know. How long do you actually keep a car? 10 years? Most new cars 
can last 10 years at yeah. least, even if you throw them through the paces. So that's why I was telling Josh, I was like, hey, man, if you like the Chevy better, go with the Chevy because it's going to last you know, 200,000 miles good. if you take yeah, care of it. Yeah, there was a it's, shift like probably like, I don't know, maybe like maybe 25. It might even be further back, but probably about like 20 years ago. I agree. The The brands just finally realized that it's cheaper for them to build really high-quality cars than it is to build low-quality cars and have to constantly fix them. So it's it's just like all of the brands have shifted to. Cars just run, and they run really well. And Except certain, Teslas. Certain, well, and, but oh, there's yeah. that's an interesting comparison because Tesla is a new car company. True. And, and almost all the problems with Tesla from a car perspective, not a PR perspective, but just a car perspective – is all problems all of these companies had to deal with like right. 100 years ago. So it's just like it's just Tesla's interesting cuz it's almost like a time capsule of just yeah. like we're trying to figure out how to build a car. And I shouldn't really talk because I love Alfa Romeos. Yeah. So it's and like those cars <laughs> those cars historically still explode. Exactly. So. Exactly. But kind of speaking of the Gladiator, I want to move on and talk about uh, this prototype track hawk yeah. with a hood scoop that was spied by a car and driver. With so. it's people are saying it might have the rumored 797 horsepower engine. God, I hope so. Which would uh, it would just be so. But the I, 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 if they SUV. do this, I really hope they fix the brakes because that was the issue with the Trackhawk is that it doesn't have good <laughs> enough brakes. Um, well, I mean, you got to put like big, huge ceramic honking brakes had, on those. It had pretty big brakes, but the Hellcat engine was too strong. So in launch control on the Trackhawk it uh the brakes can't the hold brakes back, can't hold back. Like the engine so the launch control just doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> so that would be something i would like to see them fix what's the weight on that on the trailhawk on the trailhawk i don't the like the physical weight of the whole vehicle yeah i don't know it's probably like 4500 pounds it's got to be up Is there. It, it's, it's more pretty, than the hellcat though Ooh, yeah oh yeah yeah okay, although yeah. i don't know but Ch- it has challenges are pretty chunky monkeys yes. they are <laughs> chonky with a o with an chonky yeah, yeah but this uh trackhawk's going to have four wheel drive so, so that might help. That might that might help with the launch. Well, it's all wheel. It's, or all it's wheel. already all wheel. Yeah. Jeeps. Yeah, are, yeah. Cher- Grand Cherokees are all wheel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love this car. It's a car I would absolutely love to own, and it's. Oh, I can't wait. But if they do this, like, because a Trackhawk starts at eighty, I think. Wow. And in very few amount of button clicks, gets you over a hundred. Um, so it's not a cheap car at all. No. Would you take? The Trackhawk over a Hellcat? Ooh. Because that's that's interesting. You know, I, I can't believe this is going to be recorded, he, but I'm going to say, say yes. That. You would take the Trackhawk? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, would too. Because it's a, it's a year-round driver. Yeah. It is. Technically. It, kind it's of. a sleeper, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you could. It's not very sleeper-ish because it's it, wicked loud. Well, Especially when it has a hood scoop and now has the Trailhawk <laughs> yeah. badge on the side, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I would debadge it. I, I would take the trailer. Oh, you take the badge too, off. just because yeah. you can year round drive it. I mean, the challengers are heavy enough that with winter tires, you'd probably be okay. Although, oh yeah, honestly, definitely. with the Hellcat engine, I don't know. I agree with the brake part, though. I would, I would oh, have to look into super, like getting. Some I don't, I don't know why aftermarket that got brakes through so. QR like that. That should have been like these brakes aren't big enough for launch control. Let's fix it, kind of <laughs> like because that just seems silly. I mean, it's 
also just kind of funny and maybe that's why they did do it is like this jeep is so powerful that launch control doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) which is funny except that it does work in the challenger which is why i would take the trailhawk over the hellcat because it has something a little more character it has a little more character and something that's a little quirky about it and just also just useful like it's still just a grand cherokee which is like a nice size suv yeah so it's like you can like it could be a family car it can be driven year round and it's faster than 90% of the stuff on the road. If you would have told me 10 years ago that there was going to be a Jeep Cherokee or Grand Cherokee with this amount of power, I would have laughed yeah. and said I wish and now my wish. Um, yeah, come it makes because sense in the Challenger. Yeah. The Challenger like yeah, whatever, 700 exactly. horsepower. It makes mean, sense. It's a muscle car, but then you're like the what has what? <laughs> what is the what does the uh the Cayenne Turbo have? Do you know it would horsepower wise? The top off? Yeah. The Cayenne Turbo, I think, is like 560 horsepower, I want to say. It's it's in the I don't think it's over six hundred. But it's but it's up there, right? It's like um it's, it's four forty. Oh, it's, it's even less than Oh jeez, yeah. 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 Oh, that's paltry. Do they do they have a turbo S for the Yes. Okay, There's so what's the turbo S then? But that's up that's going up to 140. Yeah, easily. it's a different car though. Cause again, I mean this is this is literally oh, just five seventy. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. I mean so, that's yeah. still two hundred horsepower. But less. what is the price? Like one fifty? Yeah. It's 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 like a hundred thousand dollars yeah. more. Oh well, yeah, easily. <laughs> I mean it's Porsche though. Yeah. It's different though, because that is still in a weird way kind of a track car. Yeah. The Cayenne Turbo oh, S. No, it's not. It yes. is. It, it, that's it can handle the track way better than the track hawk can. Yeah, yeah but and at the, that the price track point, if you want a track car. Just buy a GT3. No, totally. No, I agree. It's just like comparing the Cayenne to the track cog, I don't think oh, is really yeah. fair. Because it really is muscle car versus track car. And, right. and I, that's, I, I, okay, and that's why the Cayenne is like 200 horsepower less. And it probably handles a thousand times better than the track hog. And the track hog is just like the straight line beater. And it's yeah. great. <laughs> Although all-wheel drive, I bet it probably handles pretty well. That's I really wish they'd have the all-wheel drive Challenger. I think the all-wheel drive Challenger with the Hellcat engine would be a cool car. That would be interesting. Yeah. Make it like a GTR fighter yeah. or something It would like be that. cool. Yeah. Just go after the GTR market. Yeah, you're, exactly. you're like $20,000 less. So with all-wheel, you're probably pretty close to yeah. a GTR. People would buy it. It would be sweet. I'd buy it. I would take the GTR, but. <laughs> really? I think so. I think I would do. See, I'd take the Challenger. Really? I mean, the GTR is going to handle better, but yeah. that's because you guys have never seen the movie Vanishing Point. That's <laughs> true. I haven't. But we'll we'll drink a few beers. We'll watch it one night. Okay. Let's cool. move on to our next bit of information, which I'm sure will make Graham yes. very yeah, happy. Exactly. Graham, we'll let you. Yeah, go for it. All right. Well, there seems to be this fun little battle that's going on between Tesla and Porsche right now. And uh, this, I, I don't know if it was this weekend, but it, anyways, they were doing some tests on, on the Nurburgring. And uh, lo and behold, on a test lap, one of the Tesla's, um, and it, this is also a, a modified Tesla too, right? Yeah, it's very modified. Yeah, yeah, like a, like <laughs> it's the like seat. it's which is funny to me because they're like we're gonna beat beat the Porsche around the Nurburgring, but we're gonna do it by adding another thirty thousand dollars to the model. Right, yeah, I know, yeah. right? And, and removing <laughs> all the weight. They are in the yeah, the, the, the only thing in the interior is the driver's seat. There's <laughs> oh no passenger. There's no rear seat. It's like you guys are not even like close. Like you've already lost. But I guess on like a free lap, um, which is like a practice lap, uh, uh, the Tesla broke down. And yeah. uh, 
some spies, quote unquote spies, but people with video cameras were videoing the uh, and very and, ve- and very passing yeah, it very twice. very conveniently. Yes. Porsche <laughs> passed it twice. Like you know, the second there's like a spy for Porsche just watching right. the Tesla. It's like it broke down. Go but go go. They also were doing the Porsche take on turbo, not the Turbo S, and yeah. the Turbo did the Nurburgring in seven minutes and forty seconds. Which is a reasonable That's time. Respectable. It's a respectable yeah. time. But if they're turbo, you, I would want to see the turbo S. Hopefully, can do it under seven. Under seven. Under seven. Yeah. Wow. Be sweet. Yeah. Okay. That's my. That's but my it's hope. it's funny that it's like Tesla is trying to like compete. They're like, no, we're better because on paper the Tesla is faster mm-hmm. and has better range. Yep. But then, like the fact that they decided to compete with a car that doesn't exist. They're like, we're going to take out all the comforts. We're going to put, right. <laughs> we're going to put Michelin pilot sport two tires. Oh yeah. That. That's exactly. the they had the different, tires different rims yeah. and like a bunch of other stuff that you can't buy. And the Porsche is just stock. It's just like, you've already lost Tesla. Like even if you do beat Porsche's time, it doesn't matter. Well, and this Cause is- you've, it's like, it's like, it's, I mean, they've made, it's basically the Tesla that they're racing is like, Lamborghini's Celesto Elemento car that I yes. love. Yeah. It's it's not street legal. <laughs> yeah. It's like it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, care how fast it is, it doesn't count. And the other thing is that um the big thing about it is Porsche really trying to show that it's a performance-based car yeah. that can match up to the Tesla, even though some of the numbers are a little bit below. It's the big thing is about repeatable, like the zero to 60 times a little bit slower than uh, the Tesla, but it really what it is. And the range is a little bit lower, but it's a repeatable performance. One of the, one of the big things is they've been allowing, you know, um, uh, reporters and and journalists to, to drive the vehicle. And one of the things that I've been seeing a lot of is like, they're just trying to go zero to 124 miles per hour as many times as possible. And someone ran a whole battery out of it and like, they were like, yeah, I'm not really like the, the, they charged it back up and everything was fine. And something that you're, yeah. the, the, the Porsche is really trying to hammer home is like the repeatable and the, um, it's a sports car. It's, it's a, a sports it's car. A a reli- sports reliable. Car. Yeah. The re- reliability. Yeah. I mean, that's really today? all the only thing that the industry has to prove, I think to beat Tesla is that we're reliable because Tesla doesn't have that moniker at all no, right now. No, it doesn't. It's impossible to get your Tesla fixed. Um, and I hope it's not impossible to get your Porsche fixed. It'll be interesting because they have the dealer network to fix their own cars, but it's their first electric car or close to their first electric car. So I don't like, is it going to be like, you can't take it to every Porsche dealer. It's there's only like two Special in ones, each yeah. state that can actually do your battery stuff. So then it's like, oh, well, well that's I, just, yeah, a piece I of think shit that's again. one of the reasons why, and sorry, Jeff, for giving me off. Um, that, I think oh, that's yeah. one of the reasons why, um, it took so long from the 918, you know, car from where they built, you know, the, the hybrid engine and the electric motors in there to where it is now. It's one of those things where they were like, I really wish want reliability, this was but, just, a mini 918 because oh like what if it was just like like an electric cayman half a ho- half oh, yeah. the horsepower yeah. of a 918 like if it still That'd had so the cool. engine in the hybrid and it was just half like it wasn't the 800 <sighs> horsepower it was just 400 like how sweet would have yeah. that been i also have been looking at the a little bit more of the interior photos because obviously more journalists the more interior photos mm-hmm. you're getting and there's different like the all gray, I'm not a, I wasn't a huge fan of, but they have some different like leather options and oh, some I'm different sure options. Yeah. It still has the analog uh, 
clock up top, which is a little clock. weird. It's but, stupid. But I like it. I so kind of like it. to the old world. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it a little bit. Um, but the the interior looks a lot cleaner when it's not that. I think it looks. Gray. I think the car one hundred percent looks better than any Tesla. Um, mm. And the fact that it's at basically the same price point as Tesla's nicest car, minus the Roadster, but that doesn't count. It's like I'm I'm, I'm taking the Porsche. If I mm. had the money and I had to pick between the two, it's the Porsche. Mm-hmm. Just oh, like yeah. the Porsche has the history to fix your car. And it's well, even if there are only a few dealerships that can work on this car, yeah, you know, at least Porsche is going to get it back. There's still a few more dealerships than Tesla, <laughs> exactly. And they're going to get it back to you, yeah, fixed or, within or, yeah. a couple days yeah. at least. It'll be good. Whereas Tesla, you know, and all the Tesla owners I know, they'll have an issue with their Tesla and then it takes months upon months, months, yeah, to get fixed. And there are celebrities like texting or, well, not texting, but twi- tweeting mm-hmm. directly to Elon Musk, like saying, Hey, man, what the f-? like. <laughs> Yeah, they're big paperweights currently. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how Tesla solves that without sinking just a bajillion dollars of capital into an infrastructure to fix this. Really what they should do is just partner with someone who already has an infrastructure. Or just be, honestly, just get bought out by Ford or by Fiat Chrysler. <laughs> that would be the best thing for Tesla, I think. I don't know if Tesla is going to go the distance because they just well, have so many problems that they just can't solve. But I mean, also you like jumping in, like this is kind of, I mean, we talked about it a while ago, but I mean, this is kind of like any new car uh, manufacturer entry into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's so hard, like just to get in, you like all these problems they've already dealt with. I mean, you look at Ford and GM, they like in America, the top manufacturers, they have other issues now that are going on, you know, like GM's recently had all the the worker issues, you know, with the well, they all have auto, the worker auto, auto issues right worker now. Stuff. Well, not yeah. Tesla; they just work them till they die. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. well. They, Tesla doesn't allow union; they're exactly. all non-union workers. Yes. And Elon yeah. Musk has tried really, really hard to make sure they don't go union, which is kind of funny because you pitch your position, your Tesla person as someone who might be. A more union friendly exactly yeah or more humanitarian yeah anyway that's a whole different yeah that's a whole different topic yeah. but anyway but graham go ahead i really i really want to see the uh the turbo s do the nervo grain and see what it does yeah because i think i think what porsche is doing is just keeping you know uh, I, something in their back pocket to be yeah. able to because i think i i would I would say it's going to be close to a seven minute, mm-hmm. which is really good timing for a EV vehicle. I would be my oh, biggest yeah. concern about this Porsche is that it has the potential to be the i8, which is like, is it, oh. is it just going to be a showroom car? Mm-hmm. I mean, the i8 was ludicrously expensive, which mm-hmm. is why it died. Like that. I think that's the biggest reason why the i8 failed is they wanted too much money for it. So it what like, was the, is it 200? It was, yeah, it was like $200,000. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that you're insane. And it was worse than a model three. It's in also every performance aspect. It's also from a BMW, which they didn't have a halo car before with yeah. so some it, of the it was same just, technology. So. It just was like a showroom car. And it's like, so I hope the Porsche doesn't become that. I love how they did an i8 and then they did I'm the okay stupid i3. Yeah. Like the ugly. I saw, I saw one of those for the first ever. time yesterday. I saw an i3. And I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Pass. But yeah, well, what do you guys say? We move on to some automotive history. Let's yeah, totally. Leave all that electric car stuff in the dust. Joss is. Uh, he's excited. He's, he's excited. 
He's got his hands in the air. He's jazzed. In exactly. fact, he's doing jazz hands. Yes. In fact, <laughs> I'm surprised he's still awake. Yeah. <laughs> he's laughing now. We are very entertaining. All right. Let's do this. Hey, news. all of our followers. Okay. September 17th, 1964. James Bond's Aston Martin DB5 makes its debut in Goldfinger. Goldfinger yes. was in 1964. Yes. That's how old Sean Connery is. Yeah. Well, Sean Connery's old. I think, he, I think he turned 89 this year, uh, I think I read, which is, yeah, he's old. Yeah, that so would it's make like, sense. That's just like a crazy thing. God, I, I, love, oh, I love the DB5. I love the Astons. Talk, oh, about, I do too. talk about just the greatest piece of marketing in the history of automotive. Like, right? Like, is there... It, has there been a car? It's funny because you don't see Astons a lot because they're expensive. They're also so it's, British. It's, yeah. But and they also have their own sense of problems. Electric problems are a well, big deal yeah. with those cars. So it's like it's like probably the single greatest piece of marketing, getting their name attached to Bond from like the beginning. But it's just like funny that you don't see an Aston all that more. Although I think that makes it even more magical because I don't know about you guys, but whenever I see an Aston, I think I get more excited about it than any other kind of supercar currently like unless it was like if a bugatti blew by me i'd probably be pretty spoked about that well but unless, honestly, unless, it's, a, unless yeah. it's a really rare one too like if it's a rare like one that's street legal but yeah, a like rare a like off model one like the uh what's that bugatti uh the chiron the the lavore black noir or something like that it's no. basically it's it's one car that they made that the, they made way back in like Right before they made a version of the of this type, and it was called a little noir or black or something like that. And uh, they made it before World War Two, and there's like I think there's like eight of them made, and they only have one or two of them left. So um, the redone re, redo version of the um, Chiron, it, it's just it looks so good. I sent yeah. I think I sent I you guys a meme with all think, of the different. I don't I don't versions. know if there's a car company that makes a better looking car like the Aston. Astons are just so they're pretty like they're just like they're really pretty it's also the only car I would ever get in silver I don't like silver cars mm. at all mm. but Aston and I think specifically because of James Bond because his Astons are always silver either silver or green yeah he has had and it's just one. like and then those dark days of BMW oh <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was with my bond, but oh, yeah. you yeah. like Brosden? I, I, he was just my bond. That was oh, my, that was, my I mean, age. He's my, our, he's yeah, all of our bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do like him. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't the. He, he's not my favorite, but he's definitely like I would probably. But yeah, I might put him like above Daniel Craig. A DB nine or like a Vantage. Oh yeah. Oh god, they're oh. just such, and they sound really good but too. The new ones too, like the Valkyrie and the. Oh, the new um, the Valkyrie doesn't interest me no I mean it's it doesn't feel Aston to me because it's like just like halo like hypercar well, it has and a they, Cosworth engine in and it it's too. just like it's just like that doesn't like I don't know Aston's are just like but it's still that sleek engine. and it's like it's so in your face the Valkyrie and it's like so wacky looking and that's not what an Aston Martin is to me and Aston Martin is just like this is a really well designed nice looking car that you can take it's classy anywhere. yeah it's classy it is it is the classy supercar, I think, because it's like as nice as Ferraris look. Like yeah, but Pagani too. Though. Like unless you get oh. like a really subtle color on a Ferrari, like they really just are kind of wacky. Yeah, like like a Ferrari red, like that just sticks out like a sore thumb, and they're just like their design is kind of 
sports car-y enough where it's like that's a Ferrari. Whereas like an Aston, like an Aston rolls by you, like you might, would, you would, might miss it. I would put it like, up there. I think it's great. I'd put it up there with like a Pagani and and like uh, not the Zonda, but the Harira or whatever. That one is just it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. I love it. And um, a Koenigsegg. I love all the Koenigseggs. Well, just, those are all just all too wacky looking cars for my. They are a little wacky. Well, you guys know that uh, Enzo Ferrari actually said that the most beautiful car in the world is a British car. Yeah, it's a Jag. Jag. E-type. Jags. E-type. Jags oh, are another car G-type. company. Oh. They just make really nice looking cars. Yeah. Also, historically, not great cars. Not great cars. Yeah. Same with the 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 Astons. Astons have always, since I've been alive, have been historically known as the car that devalues the fastest of any brand on the world. Like mm. the second you mm-hmm. drive it off, it's like. 80% of your value of that car is gone. Which is why I like people that drive them more because they don't care. Yeah. It's, you know, it's yeah. not a ba- it's not an investment yeah. for these people. Yeah, because it shouldn't be. Cars yeah. are not investments. They're, oh, they're investments. But they're they're expressions. investments that are meant to be driven. Yeah. Exactly. And Astons are definitely meant to be driven yes. because they just lose their value so much, you might as well drive it. <laughs> exactly. You might as well drive it like it's your last day on earth. Yeah. I love, oh, I love an Aston Martin. All right. What's our second piece of news here? September 19th, 1909, Ferry Porsche, mm-hmm. the man responsible for the 356 and the 911 is born. Mm-hmm. That's the gentleman that you're mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. fond of. No. That's nope. Ferdinand's son. It's No. Yes, it is Ferdinand's son. I'm actually, I misper, per, misspoke the other day. It's actually oh. his, um, his nephew's son that I am fond of because uh, Ferdinand Alexander Porsche was the one that was... Um, helped design the 911. He did the 356. He also moved over um, and did a couple other vehicles. Um, for the this ferry, Porsche was the one that helped drive um, Porsche and Volkswagen outside of after the after World War II and uh, the original whatever uh, what's his name the original Ferdinand. Ferdinand Porsche was uh, in France uh, waiting, uh, being charged with war crimes. Um, he was the one that took over Volkswagen uh, and, and Porsche. And then his nephew's son is the one that kind of came in and did 911, 356, and then also did the. Uh, what did he move over? He moved over and did some other. Uh, he designed some other vehicles that I really like. Is there a more iconic car than the Porsche 911? Like, just like sport cars wise? Like maybe maybe not in America, is it that important? But I think it's just such an important car. Well, the nine eleven, like it's just like it's 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 still it's still a baseline for like most sports cars. Like, are we better than the nine eleven or are we worse than the nine eleven? That's what it feels like to me, and it's just like. It feels like all cars have always kind of like followed whatever the 911 is doing. I think it's just like one of those like it's a perfect sports car. Like it's the 911 is just so Mm. it's just so good. (laughs) It might be too good. Maybe that's the problem. It's one of those like it's so good it's not that fun (laughs) kind of thing. Although it for a long time it's been the Widowmaker. That's especially yeah. It's 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 been known as a Widowmaker, which makes it more fun for me. I mean, I'll never be able to fit in one. Yeah, exactly. But it's like the 911s are just like they're so good. I think you're saying that because the 911's been around forever. And it yeah, and it's so good. I I, I, I mean the modern ones are good. Yeah. But 
if you give me the choice between a, a 60s 911 and a 60s Ferrari, I mean, hands down. Oh, the Ferraris, the Ferrari. Ferraris are cooler. Lamborghinis are cooler. Well, even just based on driving dynamic. I might even be able to say that like an M5 is cooler than a 911. Like I don't think the 911 is not like, the new ones. It's like late one 90, nice. late 90s, early 2000s. But it's like I don't know. It's just like it's just a car that's just chugged along this whole time, and it's a name pretty much everyone recognizes, even non sports cars people. Where it's just like it's a, it's a Porsche 911. Like, yeah, that's a sweet car. Like, everyone knows that's a cool car. I agree. It's like, it's, yeah. So it's I don't like, want to be too much tooting the horn, but yeah. Yes. No, I love, I love the 911. It, it w- w- was one of my dream cars until I realized it's never going to happen. So, mm. but I, so, I mean, it, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's definitely not. But that's like, like you, that's like the Shelby, like the GT 500. Like, yeah. that's a, that's a, I think that's a, a car. Yeah. That's I mean, the Shelby, like, yeah, I would. I was just about to say, and I don't know if it's a great comparison, but something like it's definitely not just the Mustang would be the comparison to the 911 for America, but maybe like a Shelby. Well, it's usually the Corvette. Yeah, oh yeah, the or, Corvette or a Corvette. So, yeah, or if a Viper. I was Porsche right now, I'd be very scared. I love the, the Viper. I think the Viper. I love the Viper. I can't wait for the next one. Oh. It's just like I love that See? Dodge doesn't make it every year. I love that they're like, all right, we're done. We'll be back. At some point, <laughs> and it's going to be a thousand times better than the last one. <laughs> but the Hennessy Viper is just way so much better every single time that I see it over any Viper like production the, off the line. Yeah, and every AMG is better than every Mercedes because they too did. Sure, yes, <laughs> you can't, you can't the, compare the Hennessy. <laughs> yes, that has six hundred more horsepower than a base Viper. But what I'm saying is, it needs the Hennessy to get up to that level. No, That's what Vipers I'm saying. Are sweet. No, the no. 2016 Viper is a sweet uh, car. It is. It is a really I'm sweet. I take it over a 911 any day. I might too. The Vipers are really cool. It's more organic. And it's more special. Here's the problem with Porsche, Graham, is they're too good. They're too muted. They're not dramatic. And yes, you can go very, very fast, but you see, I'm about flamboyance. That's why I drive a Miata. You're talking the GT... Flamboyance and driving style. The GT2 and a GT3 aren't flamboyant. Those things had the biggest wings ever. <laughs> yeah, that's They're also like, that's also a hundred and sixty thousand dollar car. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I could get a C C eight Corvette. I understand that. Yeah, I also. Or I could get a used Viper right now for probably sixty five. Vipers are with sweet. a V ten. Uh, yeah, the V ten. I love the Viper. I can get a stick. Well, I guess you can get a stick yeah. in both. But I can get a stick well, and a V ten, and I can wiggle that tail. Without any computers telling me what I need to do. Yeah. You don't need computers to tell you what to do on the GTs. You just push a little button and the, that computer shuts off. See, I also, think it should be seen, the other way around. Have you seen the GT4? I should turn a button have you seen to the turn GT- the computers on, have you seen, not off. Have you seen the GT4? The GT4? Yeah. Which one? The Cayman? The GT4? 911 GT4. I have. I'll have to show it to you. You can show it to me later when we're pillow talking. Yes, yes exactly. But I think I think I think the Viper. Josh is shaking his head. I think just one of the reasons I love the Viper is it, it feels the most European sports car of the American cars. I think the C8 kind of fills that gap now. Be interested to see what the Viper team does now that the C8 is alive. Like, does the Viper go rear? Like, or do, I mean, which would be pretty sweet. That would be mm, badass yeah. if they did a mid-engine. I hope Viper. I hope more American car companies go mid-engine. Like I think that'd be sweet. Like a mid-engine Mustang, a mid-engine Camaro, 
those would be interesting. They kind of go against what those cars. I was just going to say, isn't that it against? Breaks, it breaks the spirit. I would say the C8 doesn't break the spirit going rear wheel. It's like it's always just been like we're going to try and make a really good sports car. It's not. We're not really trying to make a muscle car, right? And that the Viper and Mustang. It's but all but about I think muscle. I think I think I think Ford has positioned the Mustang to more of a European sports car in the latest generation. I think the Camaro still is kind of. It's closer to a sports car, but it feels more muscly than the Mustang at this point. No, but Ford has the GT already. Yeah, so it's like the GT is a halo car, though, so it's not it's not a real conversation. So you want to meet? You mean like have an like obtainable mid engine yeah, sports car? Yeah, like that would be. Okay. I love that the C8. I hope other companies look at the C8 and say this is possible. We can make an affordable car, and people are buying these cars, right? We all of us love the Hellcat. Hellcat's the same price as the C8, and it's just like the Hell that the C8 is actually potentially cheaper than a Hellcat. Yeah, which yeah. is like, and I would take a C8 over a Hellcat. Oh, me too. As oh, much God. as I love, I love the Hellcat so much, I would take the C8. Would you take it over a Demon? The yeah. C8, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Demon also is. I mean, that's just a Halo car too. They only made like a hundred of them or something. So it's like it's. Yeah, and it comes with a crate. Yeah, it's just silly. I mean, it was the the demon was just a silly car, but also, but that the awesome. a funny thing about the demon and the the Hellcat in comparison to the Taycan with the reliability is mm-hmm. that a big thing that Dodge used to tote and they still kind of do is that they it, it's the most reliable drag car, the Hellcat, because they did like eight hundred runs. Mm-hmm without stopping and nothing broke. Not and it's right. just like, this is a car you can buy and take the drag strip and beat the hell out of it. And it's just going to keep going. That was like a big thing because drag cars are notoriously not reliable. <laughs> like yeah. you get one or two runs a day and then something explodes. And it's like, they're like, no, no, you can take this Hellcat. It's going to run all day, mm. all week and all year. Nice. <laughs> Which I, I love. love. That's I love Fiat Chrysler for that. That's why I'm excited about things like the C8 over like i would take a c8 over pretty much anything at that price level because it's going to work and they're going to be able to fix it and it's like that's the scary thing about these fancy ferraris or even porsche porsche is pretty good about fixing but they still reliable yeah let's go i I forgot something jeff and i'm just saying it now so we remember it um from the previous segment we just should make sure that we uh add the link to the video of the take on passing the uh when we write this up for an article, <laughs> we just need to make sure everyone can see. Can see the take on passing yes, the exactly. Tesla that's getting towed. Yes. You know what, Graham? I'll do it just for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate can just be it. the yeah. image. And for our fans. For our fans. I can just be the header me. image of the article. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fine. Hey, you joke, but we actually have a little bit of a listenership. I know. No, we do. And I'm, I'm happy for it. We're it's da- for the users. Man. We're dangerously close to being the, the most popular podcast of him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, on that note, I just want to ask our viewers if please share our stuff. You can find us at www.ourcommunitynow.com. By doing so, that means Josh gets to eat. Yep. Yeah. Feeding and Josh. He's, he's happy about that. He looks a little famished, but like he's food. getting better. They never feed me here. Yeah. Really, exactly. really, we want people to share and discover us because it gives us more media power which gives us an opportunity to get more cars. Which and we'll do just, stupid shit with. Yeah, and yeah. we'll just make our content. No, we're going to do better. appropriate stuff with them. Wink, Excuse wink. me. Yes. I have something. Speaking of people giving us cars, our next car, which I think 
I want to talk about since we've got time. Okay. Is that Fiat Chrysler is giving us a Cherokee. Yes, they are. Which excites me because I've, I've, I don't think I've ever been in a Cherokee. Really? My, my mama has had a Grand Cherokee for like the past like 12 years. So it's like, a, and I've had friends who have Grand Cherokees, but I don't think I've ever been in just a Cherokee. So I'm kind of excited. They're not as yeah. good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's kind of the point. Are yeah, they smaller? A, is it a different body than the Grand smaller. Cherokee? They're smaller. Yeah, they're smaller. Yeah, because that but, interests me because the Grand Cherokees are big now. Like, I have a friend who has, a, like, a 2018. They're big. Mm. Like, it doesn't look that small next to my F-150, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, like, <laughs> that's big. Are you saying we should take it off-road again? I know, right? I think you just want to go back to Jeep Road. Oh, Yeah. I don't I'm know. not going to lie. That it, was awesome. Yeah, so. Jeep Road was great. Every time we get a Jeep, we should go there. I, th- I agree. Yeah, the Jeep truck. Can, can the Jeep do Jeep Road? I know. It would right? be a disaster if they give us some Renegade. Actually, the Renegade. The car that we do not speak of. Yeah. He, he who no. must not be named. <laughs> Sorry for saying the R word <laughs> on the air here. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently, I, f- I forgot who it was, but somebody took it over Black Bear Pass. Yeah. And they were actually able to do it. The so. Jeep. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter how ugly it is, it's <laughs> it's still got a Jeep soul. Although the Renegade kind of doesn't have a Jeep soul, but it has a Fiat soul. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, though. That's true. Exactly. But I'm excited about getting the Cherokee. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I, I assume it'll be the highest trim because that's been their mo with us so far. True. And I kind of wish complaining I, about that. No, it's nice, but I almost kind of wish that wasn't what they did. I wish they would like spread out the trims a little because it's just like get a different experience. But I mean, I guess you always just try and put your best foot forward. So, yeah. Well, I'll be interested to see if you actually fit in it. True. That, I mean, the early Jeep or Cherokees, like in the mid 90s, when the ones that I have ridden in are like early 90s, and those ones, the headroom Mm -hmm. isn't, wasn't there. So, yeah, but I, obviously that was what, 10, 20 years ago. So my mom's grand Cherokee is a 2007 and I think it's about the size of what a current, current Cherokee, Cherokee is. Yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah. Which is why she doesn't want to switch. Mm. Cause she, I was like, just get a new grand Cherokee. Cause hers is just falling apart. She's like, I hate those. Like they're huge. Uh-huh. It's like, she loves, she thinks it's just the perfect size. Okay. She loves how it looks. I'm actually looking constantly for like a new, like a less used, like, 2007 one or just oh, that generation because okay. she loves it so much uh-huh and then she's like i don't want to get rid of it she'd ever drive a track hawk see what <laughs> she thinks of that <laughs> she'd hate it but no i'm excited i mean i was i'm excited about someone giving us a car for a week so. yeah definitely it's gonna be certainly fun. certainly not as exciting as like a gladiator but it doesn't always have to be a home run car that we're all <coughs> interested in i would love to get like oh we love the minivan so yeah i'm all about that minivan life well, we'll take it out. We'll put it through its paces, and we'll see what it can do on the trail and uh, report back. Exactly. Stay tuned. So that'll all be on our community now when we get around to it. Um, all right, gents. I would like to move on to what I'm driving now uh, because there's a car I'd like to talk about a little bit, and you guys are probably going to shake your heads a little uh, bit. Oh, here it comes. Yeah, exactly. Well, as you listeners know, I'm a Mazda guy. I own an MX-5, and I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, but I went and drove a CX-9 this week. Uh, my aunt's going to buy one, and she wanted to make sure it had my approval. And I have to say, I was floored by it. It's a huge car, but it feels like a really small car. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible. Cars are good. Like, it's yeah, pretty these... hard. 
no matter what car company you go with, it's pretty hard to get a bad car these days. Mm. Uh, well, you could have a RAV4. Yes, exactly. Which I know Graham would agree with. But <laughs> the CX-9, though, um, it felt fast. The steering was nimble. There was very little drama in the corners. Like I was like, it almost weirded me out because I thought I was driving a sports sedan and I would get out and I would look at this thing and I'd be like, damn, that's a pretty big, uh, pretty big car, pretty big butt on that car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Mazda is good. I like Mazda. You better like Mazda. My thing is that <laughs> other than your vehicle and when they bring out their RX-8, anytime they bring out their rotary stuff, it's really good. Everything else, it just looks all the same, which isn't bad. It's good that they have a consistent lineup. Coming from a guy who likes Porsches, yes. which the 911 has looked the same essentially no. since like the 60s. No. And everything it's changed else dramatically. looks like exactly. It's changed dramatically. Um, <laughs> They've increased the angle I wasn't, by 1%. I wasn't saying that it was a negative. I was just, okay, saying, I was okay. just speaking that that is I, I will back something. you up on this. Other than the Mazda... I think, or the, I mean, the Miata, I think Mazdas are just kind of boring looking. What? Are you kidding me? Like, they just don't excite me. It's kind of like Subaru. Of all the like, crossovers? Subaru doesn't excite me. Any of their cars don't look, I don't. Well, yeah, because they're all crossovers. Yeah. They're not going to be a gladiator. Yeah. So it's like, and I just like interesting cars. But these are cars for the common people, Alex. It's true. Yeah. It's well, true. I mean. Although I say I don't like it, but then I drive What's, an F one fifty, which is the most recognized. It's the yeah, most common I, I, car yeah, in America. It's true. What, so I don't have a lot of legs to stand on. What is your? Um, I saw Graham's car for the first time yesterday. Yeah, it's good it needs, it's I'm good sorry. Look, it's a good looking car. It needs a wash. It is. I didn't realize it was a crossover though. I was it's like, a, it's a I, small. The first thing I thought about was like yeah. Jeff's dying inside. <laughs> It's a spring chop away from being a hot hatch, so we'll give that. It's to true. You. Yes, it, is, it is. It's dangerously close to a hot hatch. Yes, and that's why I bought it. It's a, um, it's a nice color too. I like it. I like black. I, I need to get new wheels though for it, but um, I might be looking at buying a different vehicle, trading that in. Really? A, a new vehicle. What are you thinking about? I don't know. I've got some thoughts. It German, it's Japanese, a, American. Oh, uh, it's either Just give Amer- us a hint. it's American or German. Oh, American or German? Yeah. I hope it's a C8. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Look at Grant. <laughs> He's gonna have to wait a little bit because those are sold out. Yes. <laughs> Unless he murders someone. Yeah, that's that's the problem right no, now. Correct, so I'm gonna have to wait for the second run. Is that he should be getting our wagon? Our mm, AMG should wagon. be getting the mm. 63 wagon. Yeah. It's a good. It's yeah. Great. Right. You're you're a man of wealth and taste. Wealth you're and taste. A man of wealth I, I don't know taste. if I'm a man you of wealth. You paid for dinner last I'm night. A man so of he was taste. rolling. Oh, you paid for dinner? Yeah, no shop. Yes. I did get it was, invited. To it was that. lovely. You did get invited, didn't what? you? What? I wasn't the one who invited people. Well, sorry. You owe me a dinner. I owe you a dinner. No. Shannon. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went to a couple of people. Went to Red Robin last night. I'm sorry. You you leave at three. Josh is angry. Josh is leaving the studio. Yeah, Have a we, nice got weekend, din- we got Josh. dinner at six. What do you want from us? Um, I it, told you I'd cook for you one of these days. Anyways, so I, no. After I, you get I think back, that's sweet. Oh, I accept Graham will be cooking. I, yes. I totally trust your opinion when you're like, this is a good car. Like, I, I've been in cars with you. I know the cars you like. <laughs> like, when you say this car drives well and I, like, truly enjoyed it, I'm like, all right. What's I, the price range you got for that bad boy? Uh, it's like 40 40. But I drove a uh, Grand Touring, so it had a heated front and rear seats. Yeah. Uh, cooled front seats, heated steering wheel. 
all of the computer gizmos that mm. I don't much care for. Sunroof, um, leather, nice. all the works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, so it's what's, what's, it, what's it like battling against then? So it's battling against like a. Like about a scent, probably. Yeah. Like a Subaru scent. And Is yeah. it a three row? Yeah, it's a three row. So, so it's so like scent, GMC, the, the Acadia. The Explorer from Ford. Yeah, yeah. the Palisade, the Hyundai Palisade, the yeah. Telluride. Yeah. Uh, the Honda Pilot. Oh, the Telluride is an interesting vehicle. That's from Kia, right? Correcto. Hmm. That, but that's like 60, isn't it? But like, here's here's the thing about cars and this I round. I doubt it. I don't think no, Kia's made they, anything that no, expensive. No, it's not. It's not? Uh, here's the thing about cars in this kind of segment is they're not, you know. No, the Escalade people, is I'm like looking 60. Up, I'm looking up Telluride right now. The, the people Telluride. buying these, though, they're, you're not, your intention is not to go off-road. No, you know, maybe people, a dirt road at most. They're fancy so, people carriers. Exactly. So my, I guess my gauge it's a van of how that good doesn't it look is, like you're going to kidnap children. In. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what these are. So my gauge of how good these are is what their on road performance is like, and mm-hmm. that's kind of why I like the Mazda. Yeah. Just because. No, I think that's sweet. Yeah, it's it's, it's a great car, and um, they're a small company, and uh, they they. They're really fantastic. I like Mazda. So they, I like. I agree with Graham. I love that they still use the rotary engine. And that, well, they don't. They, not, do they not use it? Anymore? No, not no. They only bring out some vehicles that have it. Oh, it's okay. like every like. Well, I still think like that's cool years. that they keep it alive. Yes, because it's a weird, wacky engine. Yes, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love weird and wacky. Life's too short to drive a Rav Four. I'll just exactly. put it that way. It's true. I agree. All right, guys. Well, okay. You- so I was wrong. The, the Telluride starts at thirty-one. You're but, always wrong. But Grant. you can you can build that bad boy up to like forty-five yeah. to almost fifty. Yeah, you can. I was gonna say like an Escalade is like sixty thousand. <laughs> I was like a key is not touching Escalades. What's the other one? It's Telluride, and what was the other one that just the Hyundai came Palisade? Palisade. Just I, it's speaking about you know just the section of what I'm driving. I want to talk about my driving adventures. Yes, Ooh, let's do this. Please tell. Which us. is that in the past kind of like month i have been test driving power wagons the ram 2500 <laughs> power wagon and it's the greatest thing ever i love it it's just stupidly massive and i'm in an f-150 right now which is a big truck and it's just like it's so much bigger <laughs> and i love it for the record just because fiat chrysler gives us cars does not mean alex is saying this because of it's that true. it's it, this is his own volition this is true his yeah. own passion yeah for this i'm not because i've been looking at raptors i can't afford any of these but i want to afford these i've i've test driven a raptor now because i'm like i really want to go off-road and i was originally looking at tacomas or just any other mid-sized truck and i'm like i'm just gonna go mid-size to save money because they'll be cheaper and like my brain wants to say better on gas but strangely enough they're not i don't know that's the thing that made me mad about the ranger it was like all this fancy technology and we put this small turbo engine to be fuel efficient and it's like it's the same gas mileage as an f-150 like because because it's just the 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 mantra of a big engine not working at all versus a small engine working really hard the big engine is actually more fuel efficient so it's like it's weird that the Ranger only has like six miles to the gallon better than my 2014 F-150. Like I think it like does 19, the Ranger, mm. which is like what a 2019 F-150 does. So mm-hmm. it's just like, why on earth would you buy the Ranger? Like other than if you want the physical smaller size. Yeah. So, but I've been just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm probably not going to fit in the Tacoma. I'm going to try one probably in the next weekend or so. They're supposed to be hitting dealerships. 
Nice. Because I see them on people's websites now, and I've called a few places. They're like, we're just waiting for our shipment at this point. So I'm excited. Um, but I think it's just power wagon life for me. I really enjoy driving it. It's funny. It's the first vehicle I've ever had to step up into because <laughs> as some of our viewers may know, I'm six foot eight, which I'm a big dude. Like I look like True. an NFL lineman. <laughs> and it's just like, and I actually take the side steps off my F-150 because if I use them, I'm too tall to get into my truck. But it's now like I just test drove a power wagon the other day that didn't have side steps and I couldn't quite figure out how to get into it. I was like, this is so tall mm-hmm. and I love it. You said it's so high and that big V8 is fun and it's just like, it's it's addicting. Exactly. True. Yeah. Well, so. gents, do you guys have any uh, grievances you'd like to air? Yeah, grievances. Graham? Mm, the only grievance I have is uh, I'm a, I love looking at uh, Instagram and uh, carve videos and photos on Instagram. And uh, one of the videos that I recently saw is this new Maybach G-Wagon that is a convertible G-Wagon. They're only making 99 of them. It is $1.5 million. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> it is a ridiculous vehicle that also on a G-Wagon, on a G-Wagon itself, I, I don't even think they changed up any of the engine or anything like that. The only thing that they've done to it is, it the, is they added is it Maybach the, interior stuff. Is it the AMG engine or is it just the regular G-Wagon? It's the AMG. It's okay. Sorry. It's the AMG engine. Okay. Um, That's at least like barely passable. I hate the G-Wagon. I've been pretty clear about that yeah. on this podcast. It's the dumbest car ever. <laughs> no, it's still. It's, I still like a G-Wagon, but a G-Wagon Same. itself, AMG-wise, I like it, but the... That they're trying to force this Maybach stuff on us now, I'm just I'm not. How much nicer can it actually get? You know what I mean? It's I mean, like, yeah. The it's all. Can you it, really tell the difference? It's almost like drinking super fine wine. Like yeah. once you reach twenty dollars a bottle. Okay. Now you're getting into things that I'm really passionate about. <laughs> and there's big differences between like okay. a thirty dollar bottle of wine and a hundred and twenty dollar bottle. And of that's wine. why Graham drives a Mercedes and I drive a Miata. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not Ocean Eats. Well, I can start talking about food on this. Our, our people Just that enjoy cars enjoy food and wine and other things as well. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just they, they redid the interior a little bit. I think I'm all for the design. Like, I like like a topless SUV, and that used to be more of like a I want to say like 70s, early 80s design because I know yeah. Toyota had <laughs> yep. some stuff like that. Well, their Land Cruisers always used to yeah. have, uh, have a version that. of that. And I, yeah. Well, it's just like – Or I a just Porsche. Love a, I love the a Jeep. Tar- the t- and so it it's just like – Tuga? What's the Porsche, the T-A-R-G-A? Targa? Targa. Yeah, the Porsche Targas. You know about the 911 Targas? No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Targas like a mid – like it's just like a Corvette. It's just got the mid – section oh, yeah, that yeah, comes yeah. off it's like yeah. the 918 does that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. no but here's the thing for 1.5 million dollars that's what I'm you about. could have a rolls royce you could buy a ferrari and, and a Lamborghini. every uh, yeah and every other supercar that you want <laughs> that's what i'm yeah. trying to say is I so think it's idiotic i don't know why anyone would buy no, that and that's why in I fact hate... they should make them bait cars if you buy it they just lock you in it and <laughs> put you on a boat and just send you out to sea <laughs> and wherever you land that's no that's why land. i don't like the g-wagon in general because it's just like it's overpriced for what it is. Oh, but the AMG G wagon like, is just And oh. it's just dumb. It's just like it's just the I'm richer mm. than you car. Yeah. Mm. Why would what, you why would you buy a G wagon to go fast? It's like it, like a base G wagon, yes, I get yeah. it. A Rubicon, 
Gladiator, I get it. But and when you start getting to the G-Wagon AMG, it's like, just get the E63 AMG and get a Gladiator for your off-road adventures. Yeah. It's just like a big money waste to me. It is. Like, and I'm all about wasting money on cars, but like, I wouldn't, the G-Wagon is just dumb to me. There's just so many better cars. Like you, mm. you're, that it's in the price range of like really, really. I don't even think do Land Rovers even get that high, but like uh, Land, Range you, Rovers, Range Rovers, you can with aftermarket stuff, and you could probably reach up to where a G wagon. Like it's is. just, it's just, it's like what a G wagon's like at least a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah, the base it's, models around. It's a hundred thousand dollars. It's not half as good as a Jeep Rubicon off road. Oh, it's I, it's, pro you, it's probably better. Saying? It's probably know, it's probably I better on road than a Jeep, but that's because anything's better on road than a Jeep. But it's like so. It's like for like a quarter of the cost, you can get. Have you been on off road on a G wagon? No. Okay. You could have like a nine eleven and a Rubicon. Yeah, your life would be so much better with those it two really cars than a wagon. I am all for the G wagon. Multiple the G wagon is for one person, and it is the house mom. Russian mob bosses. House moms and people who feel like they need to tell the world they hate poor people. Yeah. Mm. It just is like the it is just the rich person car, which is which But you keep saying it's bad off road and I really don't think it's that bad off road. I think it's probably better than some of Does the, the G Wagon owner even go off road? What what But that's what I'm trying to say. That yeah. that makes that makes more sense to me. Yes. I don't yeah, think like, a G Wagon owner what, would go off road. What person is gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars to rip it off road? I'm sure people do because they make really cool overland rigs. Yeah. But that's still the base car was like a Tacoma. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you, can, you can get a, a, a AMG version goes up to 150. That's, oh my lord! I mean, but okay. this, I'm this buying model, a Gladiator Rubicon, and I'm swapping a Hellcat engine into it for but, less than that. Yeah. But the reason why I bring this up is this is 1.5 million dollars because That's it's insane. got Maybach and it's got a couple other things. 1.5 on million dollars is less than a Bugatti Veyron. Yes, that's what. That's I mean, what I'm that's to more than a Veyron. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and what's the depreciation on that car? If it well, depreciates, well, there's, there's only 99 of there's them. There's only 99, which is so the thing. So it's just going to go up. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's, 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 it's scarcity. It's it's one of those art for art's sake yeah. kind of situations. It's not art though. No, because it's ugly. It's not art. Yeah, yeah. The, but it's but that's it's that's the realm. You could it's have in. a La Ferrari, or you could have a G wagon. Yeah, you could have a nine eight. You could have you a nine eighteen. Graham. Oh, I would definitely. You could have a, you could have a nine eighteen and still have enough money to buy a ten car garage. Exactly. <laughs> the only thing like, that I'm battling you guys on with, I agree with this: the new Maybach G wagon. I think that's ridiculous. The only thing I'm battling you on is that I think the G wagon. There is reason to buy a G wagon. Yes, certain reasons that we've mentioned right now, but I I do think a G wagon. It's not a useless piece, but correct. Nothing think, wrong with a base G wagon. Even an AMG so version. So many things wrong e with the base e G wagon. Even with the G, with the AMG G sixty three, I really do think that there's 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 a market for them. And I if oh there's I was, definitely a if market I, for them. If I had, I see them all the time. If I had that amount to spend, I, it would be in consideration. Now I probably wouldn't choose it. But we wouldn't let you choose it. Yeah. We're good have friends. Better taste. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. buy the coolest Ford Raptor for that much money. Well, like the dopest Ford this is, Raptor. This is why this is yeah. what I'm bringing out is the price of these new vehicles that they're putting out limited editions on are just 
outrageous. Yeah, they're just trying to like see if people will pay. And unfortunately, the answer is people will pay because they're just people who are just so stupidly wealthy that it's like, sure, I'll buy a million and a half dollar G-Wagon. Yeah, Yeah. just in case you want to tell the entire world you have bad taste. Well, on that note, guys, it's about time to wrap things up. So I just want to give a big thanks to Josh for... Uh, not kicking us out of the studio. Yeah, he's this he's time around. and Josh is out next week, so exactly. we're gonna be able to go all ruckus in here. Guys, he's let us do eight episodes. I know, so that's pretty cool. That's nine, ten, nine, eight, nine. That's he doesn't even know. Eight. So many he can't <laughs> even count. And then uh, <laughs> want to give a shout out to Fiat Chrysler for allowing us to get behind the wheel of some of their cars. And last but not least, uh, our community now, where I get to write about this stuff. Uh, as well as other stuff. Ooh, shout out those chips. Oh, yeah, and I forgot, guys. We have a uh, wonderful product in the studio here. Denver Chip Company. They are sweet and spicy potato chips. They're just tremendous. They are, actually. It's just so good. <laughs> I know. Hold I, on. This is the first time I've ever had them. Um, mm. And they're just, oh, God. They're just mm. so good. It's the best potato chip I've ever had in my life. Like, the best ever? Actually, you're not even and saying and, that. And they're not even an actual sponsor. We're just telling people about this on our podcast in hopes that other people buy them. Because yeah. I was like, okay, but someone I, just dropped them off at my desk. And I was like, this is the best thing I've ever the, eaten in my life. The best ever, though? Okay, we, we can talk later about that. But yes. True. But you can find them at Whole Foods and soon King Supers. So Fantastic. if you live in Denver, go and try sure the Denver website. Chip Company. They're fantastic. Uh, they're crunchy. They're salty. They're sweet. They're spicy, and uh, you won't regret it. Like we might put a little link on our, on our podcast uh, yeah, maybe article we should, too. We should just help those guys out because they're nice to us. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Well, if you want to hear more, feel free to tailgate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, and OCN. I'm your host Jeff Herbert. Thanks for listening to another gasoline-soaked episode of OCN Drives. This has been OCN Drives with Jeffrey Herbert. OCN Drives has been brought to you by OurCommunityNow.com. Our Community Now, the website that shows you everything going on in your community right now. <laughs>